This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Hi, this is Anna Maria. And this is Christina. And you're listening to Wannabe Fans, a podcast for wannabe fans of St. Louis City SC. Last night was a little disappointing. Yes. A little disappointing. Okay, it was a lot disappointing. It was a lot disappointing. And unfortunately, I had to watch uh, the match from a wedding reception, which made it so much harder, especially since I couldn't just scream, you know, expletives throughout the night and um, had to keep my composure. But it was, yeah, disappointing. We tried watching from like a local bar, but their screen kept freezing. So we went home to finish out the match. And I just, it was disappointing. It was the first playoff game I've been able to see because the playoff game last weekend um, that was here in St. Louis, I had a flight that started right when kickoff was Mm -hmm. and ended like right when, and it ended right when like the game ended. Yeah. So, um, I completely missed that one, but I saw the four one score and was just like, Holy hell, what happened? Um, and I just, I had high hopes for this today, but I know that like away games are traditionally really hard in MLS. Um, I know that statistically that's not one that we're going to get at this point. So I had high hopes, but they were, they crumbled. They crumbled around me. Yeah. That, that first match was a doozy and it was really tough because it was freezing Mm -hmm. and it was raining and thankfully there was hot chocolate, but, um, yeah, the cold, the rain being out there, but there's something about it being miserable that, makes it I don't know like that's just kind of part of being a soccer fan I mean it was just hard because I'm not used to Berkey not just being the wall and just stopping everything so it took me by surprise um to see that but I mean they were offensively just like all the way like they just brought their A game offensively. Um, There were a couple instances where people thought that there was a handball. I feel like I'm just, by now, I'm just used to them not calling it. (laughs) So, um, but otherwise, yeah, it sucked. But I was happy to be there, happy to be with everybody. I wish Anna Maria was there so we could have commiserated. But uh, we got to commiserate last night. Yeah, I was texting you updates because you were at the wedding, and I think you stopped watching at some point because of wedding obligations. They had multiple, you know, like there's a father-daughter dance and the first dance. Well, there were many dances, and so I didn't want 
the photographer to be snapping pictures and like I'm in the background just screaming at my phone or something. So we turned it off and just I let Anna Maria bring me up to speed, which actually was a lot better than watching it for some reason. I think it helped. Like we we were both like Jeff wasn't paying attention anymore because he just it was too much. Um, but I was I was willing to take the hit and every message I was just waiting. I'm like, corner kick. Okay, I have like a minute before Anna Maria is going to text me. <laughs> just hoping that she was going to say goal or something like that. But yeah. it didn't happen. So such is life. Yeah. Uh, good things about the match, even though the first half was shit on our end. Because you stopped watching after the first half, right? Uh, probably around the when they subbed in Jackson. Okay. Um, that's when we stopped watching. Okay. I think that was second was- half. Yeah, somewhere in the second yeah. half, like early second half. Yeah. But yeah. Very, very early they took second half. Out. Yeah. Um, so you missed Celio's absolutely amazing goal, which I think I linked to you later, yeah. which was just like phenomenal. Like yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Uh from so far away. And it just managed to go to the exact right place and go in. And it was just like, oh, we have hope now. And it just didn't work out for us. Yeah. But we started playing so much better after that. And I'm like, where was this energy beforehand? I know. I kept saying if we would have scored a goal, it would I think that like when we score first, we build on that momentum. And uh, if we don't score first, then it's like we just play at the same level for the entirety of the match. But when he scored, I was like, okay, so here's the momentum. Like, come on, let's like pick it up. And it just didn't happen. And um, yeah, it was really frustrating. And also, I just want to say to all the little shits in the comments talking about how, you know, he wasn't intending to score a goal. He was just intending to cross. Uh, Who the fuck cares? Okay, he scored a goal. We're happy about that. And it was beautiful. And it was beautiful. And amazing like i don't know like we haven't seen anything like that since lubin scored that goal from yeah so i mean like let's just give him his flowers he this was his his big moment and yeah i even said before admittedly that i really haven't seen like celio do a whole lot like that was remarkable over the year or the season but that was yeah that, that made awesome. up for everything. That made up for it. Yeah. Super, super cool. Um, but yeah, so everyone else can just. I, I have one comment that I want to make about the commentators because. Oh, yeah. You got to hear them. Oh, I got to hear them the entire match. And they were so anti-St. Louis from the beginning. Oh. I was, I, it was, it was bad. It was bad. It was just like completely complimentary to SKC and just like ragging on us the entire time. Although they had a weird fixation with like Celio where they were like, oh, he's such a creative player. He's like the only creative player that like St. Louis has. And like, sure, that kind of panned out to be correct where it was like, you know, he scored the goal. But it was just like very, very strange because at the beginning of the season, these same commentators were very much like hype about us being like kind of not necessarily well, kind of the underdog. No one had high expectations for us. I mean, we were doing really well. And then this whole match, it was just like SKC, SKC, SKC. And it wasn't really balanced in any way, shape, or form. It was just like about how shit we were and how great SKC was. And it's like, I'd rather see more balanced commentating um, in general. I 
I feel like there's good and bad things that you can say about both teams, no matter what the match is. And it still wasn't as bad as the Dallas game that got the weather delay where they were talking about yogurt for like five minutes. But it was still one of those things where it's like, this is very strange. This is yeah, very, very strange change in attitude from the commentators. But that's okay. Like, it's yeah. done with now. I just wish that they were better. I've also become I've also become convinced. Um, this is going to sound really bad, but we don't really have the best commentators in in fencing. Mm. And so, like when I first came into MLS, I was like, oh my gosh, the commentators actually like they know more of what's going on, the stats, everything else, like all that sort of stuff. But I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, maybe commentators aren't good in general across all sports because mm. they have to just kind of spew words for a long period of time in a row. And again, like I'm, I'm not, I haven't been into professional sports very long. This is like the first one I've gotten into, but maybe they're just not good in general. Yeah. Maybe it's just a really hard job to actually be coherent and uh, balanced in. Mm. And I'm not really sure, but that's kind of my view at the end of this season where I'm like, man, commentators just kind of suck all around. <laughs> right. That's fair. I mean, I have, had the same thoughts throughout the season. A lot of people have made comments about how, you know, we're really tired of hearing about St. Louis City and like, thank God it's over because we don't have to hear about St. Louis City. But consistently, anytime that I've listened to a match or commentators in a match, they've usually skewed toward the side of the other team. And I don't know if it's because we're new. And so they don't really know a lot about what we're doing or if it's like the other team is ahead. So we just, go ahead and we bolster the other team and we put the other team down or we I don't know what it takes to yeah. be a commentator so I can't really analyze it um but I do think that it's interesting that people think that you know MLS and all of these other like um sport casters if they're like biased to St. Louis City. I just think that it got the most publicity because we were an expansion team. Yeah. So anything that was being put out there, it wasn't like people were so into St. Louis City. I think it was just we were new and it was the most publicity they could get. I mean, most of the eyes in MLS were on us because we were new. So of course they're going to talk about us. They're going to post about us and what we're doing. And then obviously, I mean, you can't discredit the fact that we we did really well this season. We did. Like, despite the fact that we didn't make the playoffs and despite the fact well, that... Well, we did make the playoffs. We just or, sorry, didn't. that we didn't... <laughs> that we didn't... That we didn't get to to uh, advance. But, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I definitely retract that statement. But, um, yeah, I think that people have just kind of forgotten that. And then also, I mean, I do agree that these teams, these other teams have been around a lot longer and they they've definitely figured out like what we're doing and yeah. how to uh, play against that, which I think is great because I mean, it just means that the other teams are, are good and we want to continue to beat them and we want to continue to get better ourselves. Yeah, and so like, that's just how it works. I mean, it, it has to, there has to be some challenge and I think this was our challenge and I just, I'm looking forward to next season and seeing what we change and what, we do better and yeah, it's okay. But I agree. Commentators were Yeah, they really kept bad. they kept making fun of Lubin. It was Yeah, what I don't I, I, I don't know. But it was it was a it was a thing. They were like he hasn't been 
he hasn't been a good player since July. And I'm like, have you seen the amount of assists that he's gotten since then? Because I think another thing, too, in defense of the commentators is there's more history for other teams. So when they're throwing out stats about, like, previous seasons, they're able to just, like, throw out so many for whatever other team that we're facing versus for us, we've only had just now. So they don't really have that history to be able to rely on to pull out those random facts. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of tough too. Um, But like in other news, we did really well this season. Yeah. We did really well this season. We We did. did. We did like, we, Again, we exceeded everyone's expectations, um, which I think we're going to go into in a little bit. And it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. And as much as, you know, people think that we're insufferable and whatever the negative comments that are coming our way after this season, I mean, I welcome it because we are new. We're all figuring out figuring it out and the culture and the club and the team, like it's all new. And I just, yeah, I'm looking forward to next season. And I think we're, we've got a lot to look forward to. Agreed. All right. Let's talk about our favorite parts of the season. I'm going to let Anna Maria go first because why not? (laughs) Okay. Well, it was my first season with MLS. It was my first season with soccer in general. Um, I know we've talked about it before on the podcast, but like I only went to my first game in August of 2022, and that was uh, FC Cincinnati versus Atlanta United. And I just kind of fell in love with it there and then just got really lucky with this whole season starting right right afterward. Um, I think – it's going to sound cliche, but it's like very much like the people that I've met and the friends that I've made along the way with it have really made this a special experience. Um, I joined the punks and by extension, the riot girls. And I've had like a really great time getting to know people in that group. Um, and it's not just the soccer. It's been like I've made connections with people that now I see outside of the soccer events or we'll go and we'll do something together that's not related to the game at all. And I think that that's been really, really special to me. So favorite parts of the season have included just like the people that I've met, uh, actually getting to go to the games and having like such a wonderful experience at those. And, you know, just learning more about it, learning more about soccer, learning more about um, how the game is played, what the rules are, et cetera. Like, it, there's still a lot that I don't know, but it's it, it makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. What about you, Christina? What do you think would be your favorite parts of this season? Well, I definitely love the atmosphere. Every match, I mean, it was just incredible every time. It's mm-hmm. not like it really wavered except for maybe one or two where, you know, it was like the Club America match and we had less people out there. But every time, I mean, from Santos and – uh, Florida de noise and like the atmosphere that they built in the stadium was incredible. Um, I loved our pump up music at the beginning. Oh, I when the lights so, go down yeah. and the red lights come up and yeah. the use is uprising and yeah. yeah, it's so good. That was awesome. Um, I love that we had a lot of South African supporters like rallying with us mm-hmm. and um, um, 
I loved just like seeing the lineup and getting really excited for who was playing and or not very or excited. Not, not very excited. Um, and yeah, I mean, just getting to hang out with people, um, learning a lot more about soccer than ever before. I feel like I know nothing sometimes. Yeah. Um, even our rivalry with Kansas City, I think some of it's a little um, ridiculous, like the soccer capital argument. I don't really get that a whole lot. I get like how it started, but from here, like a lot of that conversation is like, um, okay, it's kind of kind of silly, but silly, but like I like how that kind of started off our rivalry actually being a rivalry. Yeah, it's a hard word to say. Rival, rival, rivalry. Like you have to really enunciate it. Yeah, you kind of do. You can't just. Otherwise, it sounds like you're just gargling. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was one of those things where we kind of talked about rivals in like one of our first episodes, and we were like, "This is kind of like a proximity rival." They're trying to set it up just because we're close to them. And, yeah. But it turned into like a true rivalry, especially now that. We've gone to the playoffs. We went up against them. We lost. I'm sure we're going to be out for blood next year every time we play them, which is going to be really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think another thing I just remembered is the gamesmanship. I remember a lot of matches where players are just, like, on the ground. Like, uh, what's his name? Capetti? Enzo Capetti. Yeah, I miss him. Um, (laughs) A lot of players were just top-notch. Um, super extra brought the drama. I, I really appreciate those players, even though sometimes it was a little frustrating because it was costing us time. Um, but yeah, that part of soccer is also really fun to me sometimes. I, you know, it's funny because, uh, my husband, Eric gets really annoyed every time they fall down on the ground. I'm like, no, it's part of the game. Like you just kind of have to let it go because they're trying to draw a foul, which then puts us in a better position. Like it's just, it's part of the game. It's just championship. Yeah. It's okay. But uh, sometimes it can be a little over the top, yeah. ridiculous. And then you just make fun of them for it. But sometimes it's like, it's actually a smart decision to make. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed like most of the season, just kind of being able to see things evolve that way. Yeah. It was fun. And, you know, you and I had some really good talks on the podcast about different sports things, just because I'm coming at it from a different angle than you are, where I'm involved in a different sport, but not necessarily soccer. And you've kind of been around soccer for a while. And now we've kind of like, we've kind of bolstered what we've been able to talk about and what we can say, because we, we know more now. Right. So it's been fun. It's been really fun. Um, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about like some of the like things that we found were really good, but then we also wanted to talk about how we kind of exceeded expectations as a team. So just give me a moment. I'm going to pull up some news articles that happened uh, at the very beginning of the season, just to kind of make everyone feel better about our loss last night. Everybody predicted that we were going to be 13th or 14th in the West, and 13th was kind of generous because only four people guessed that when everyone else was like 14th in the West. And we were first in the West. I know mm-hmm. the playoffs, we didn't get to, you know, proceed, but um, we did really well. Yeah. We did really well. Uh, another thing was there was a CBS soccer article that said the most disappointing signing was Roman Berkey for yeah. us. And I'll read it to you because it makes me laugh and it's not super long. 
It's good to be able to bring in experienced players from abroad, but when it comes to allocating limited funds, Berkey will have to win goalkeeper of the year for his move to St. Louis to be worth it. An accomplished keeper from his time at Borussia Dortmund, Berkey will bring much-needed experience to the team, but when solid MLS keepers like Tyler Miller and Alec Can were easily available, these funds could have gone into the attack. Sporting director Lutz van en Steel is someone who marches to the beat of their own drum, but it may take a bit to get used to other uh, MLS roster construction rules. Yeah, I know, right? That was, that's pretty salty, I think. And that was actually like, that was an actual article that was saying that he was the most disappointing signing when I think he put in the work. I think that he was, um, you know, basically the best, best goalkeeper we could have, you know. Yeah. There was actually an article on MLS that um, they're talking about the teams that have made the playoffs. And at one point they said, um, but more, so they're talking about our team and basically they're talking, they're speaking to people who have not been following MLS and are just excited about the playoffs and they're just going to hop on and follow whatever team. And so they're kind of making an argument for every team um, that was in the playoffs. But at one point they said, um, you know, they made the number one seed in the Western Conference. Uh, that's partly because they're an expansion club and it's, and expansion clubs usually have to pay their dues with a few subpar seasons before becoming true playoff threats. But more than that, it's because St. Louis's unorthodox roster left build left pundits scratching their heads before the season. For example, their goalie, Roman Berkey, is the highest paid player on the team. That's usually a no-go as far as MLS roster building goes. Usually you're not putting all your money into your goalkeeper. I think it paid off for us. And no. I think it paid off. I it mean it paid off for us. He's he's a wall. Yeah. And so <laughs> and is Tim so, Parker. <laughs> and so is Tim Parker. They're good together. They really they are. They really are good together. Yeah. Um then I have another one too, which was about who was gonna win the West. And it was from commentator Maurer, and it's LAFC and Austin are obvious picks here. I am completely baffled by the number of my colleagues pegging the Galaxy's top three contenders here. The West, though, is an absolute crapshoot. I only truly feel confident in one of my picks. There's no way St. Louis City manages anything other than a bottom three finish with what amounts to an MLS Next Pro roster. Ooh. Well, you know. We love defying the odds. This is fun. This is yeah. fun for me. Uh, another one was um, just a random Twitter comment, which was... that Berkey was not worth it because it was like uh, top MLS goalkeepers can be had for far, far less than 1.63 million. St. Louis probably could have been smarter with how they allocated these resources. Almost no chance an experienced MLS GM gives any GK that much money. Hmm. I just, I'm really proud of us. Like we did, we did really, really well. We beat everybody's predictions, everybody's predictions. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, if I could go back in time and place like $20 on us being top of the West, I, I think I would have made out like a bandit at, before the season started. Yeah. Because the odds would have been insanely against me. And mm -hmm. there's probably someone lucky in St. Louis who did that just as a, you know, like a loyal fan thing. Yeah. Where they were just like, oh, I don't really think that this is going to happen, but I'll just put $20 on it to see that we're going to be top of the West. And that person must have made out like a bandit. <laughs> yeah. So great, I think that that's, great. I think that that's pretty fun too. Yeah. But we just kind of want to put in pers pers into perspective, tripping over my words a little bit, uh, that, you know, it's 
we didn't make it further in the playoffs, which is disappointing. But look at where everyone thought we would be versus where we are now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because next year, next year, now we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be probably higher up those prediction tables than we were this year. Right, exactly. And then we'll have to live up to it. <laughs> or we won't, and it will just be a, a sad season for us, but hopefully it's a good season. Yeah. We may be out of the playoffs, but Christina and I are still probably going to watch a good amount of the games that are left just for fun. Yeah, just for fun, you know. Uh, So we have some opinions about who we want to win, who we want to lose out of the next couple of games. Christina, would you like to share? Yes. So today we have Real Salt Lake in Houston. They're playing at 8 o'clock tonight. I'm going for Houston. Okay. As far as who I want to see. Is that uh, because Tim Parker's from there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And that time that Real Salt Lake beat us on your birthday. Oh, yeah. That was a bad time. So I'm just pulling a grudge for that. Okay. I appreciate that. They were supposed to come and lose. They were. Your it was my 30th birthday. They were so, supposed to come and lose. Yeah. And it was the middle of a week. And I just Wednesday, Wednesday game. They ruined it for us. Um, yeah. yeah. Then we have Atlanta and Columbus. Um, I think I'm going to go with Columbus that one because I have friends from Columbus and Atlanta was insufferable when we were in ULS or USL. (laughs) And uh, the next one is Nashville and Orlando. And I like Nashville. They're really cool. And one time Anna Marie and I played uh, FIFA and I almost won with Nashville. No, you did win. I did win. Nashville versus Chelsea. (laughs) Hey. Um, then on the eighth, we have New England and Philadelphia. Probably go with Philadelphia because, I, oh no, I have friends in New England. I don't know. Who do you think will actually win it? Probably New England. Really? I would yeah. pick Philadelphia because really? they, they ended up in the final last year. Really? Yeah. It was them versus LAFC, thought... wasn't it? Probably. I think but it I think New England is having a pretty good season. Okay. Are they hot but, right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, this is not, this is not a playoff match. Sorry. I saw enter Miami and I was like, um, they're done. Done. That was another thing I wanted to say about commentators. They were so obsessed with Messi. It's are messy. Yeah. So people are talking about us and being insufferable. And then there's enter Miami and Messi. Inner Messi. Inner Messi was really messy this year. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So then we have. At 9 p.m. on Friday, Seattle and Dallas. Is that Friday? The 10th is a Friday? Yes, it is. Weird. Anyway, Anna Maria is going for Dallas. Yeah, I'm going for Dallas. Um, Mostly because I don't want Seattle to win because I have a friend that I've been shit-talking, you know, the entire season. Yeah. St. Louis City versus Seattle, and Seattle beat us twice, right? Yes. They beat us twice, yeah. yeah. And it's one of those things where if if they move on and we didn't, then I'm never going to hear the end of it. But I, so I'm hoping that they're kind of held back. Although yeah. I will say their logo redesigns are pretty sick. They are. I don't know if you saw those, but I they did. look they look amazing. People were so like split 
on that, but I thought it was great. I thought they were awesome. I yeah. was like, man, if if I were a Seattle fan, I would have gone out and bought all of their gear right now because it's it's just it, they look so good. They're, yeah, man. I mean, ours is great. Ours is great. And I think that they kind of simplified theirs to kind of be a little more modern like ours is, like with how many colors and how many lines are in their stuff. This is totally a tangent right now. Yeah. But like, I, I really liked what their redesign did. And I thought it was really, really smart. And I like the orca too. The Ooh. orca with the soccer yeah. ball one. Yeah. So anyway, go on. <laughs> so we're we're going for Dallas. Yes. Okay. Um. So nobody else is playing. It's not set yet. Yeah. Because yeah. those so all need to be decided. That's, that's really it. But those are the people I would get behind and for, you know, them finishing off their um, best of three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then from here, it's just basically whoever's playing KC on their side. Yeah. Not KC. Not KC. Whoever's playing them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's playing against them. Oh, okay. Like they're okay. contender. Okay. Is, I, yeah. Sorry. sorry. I misunderstood. Sorry. I just like snapped. <laughs> I think into I said that. it really fast anyway. Okay. Okay. Got it. My words were all like piling together. But yes, whoever's playing against Casey, I'm going to look for them. Gotcha. For fun. That sounds like fun. Yeah. You and I should uh, watch the final together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we can just just scream at the screen. It'll be great for for (laughs) people that we don't care about. I think the Men's World Cup when we watch the final and we were like, just freaking out. (laughs) Also, this is slightly off topic, but did you see that one of the EPL refs was demoted? No. Paul? Yeah, they were demoted to Champions League, and that's it. Because apparently they were just the calls were so shit, and they were like, "You're done. We're done with you." And so now I wish that we could demote some of the MLS referees. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that we have been prepared for our. Oh yeah, our ref next one. Next one, but we should we should get back to them. Is our referee hot or not? Hot yeah. or not? Hot or not? <laughs> Although, do you think we kind of decide where we we're going to go with that? Yeah. Do Wait, you... what did we decide? I forgot that none of them are hot because yes. <laughs> none of them. None of them. So none if you want, if you want the final answer on that is on our referee hot or not, which is based. On their calls, not necessarily yeah. their looks. It was just like who we liked as referees. Uh, we just decided none of them. None of them. Because they're we're all the worst. Real sports fans now, and real sports fans never appreciate a referee, whether yes. they're good or not. We learned that's something we learned this season. It is something we learned. You can't love them. You can't. You have to hate them all. You have to hate Even them all. Even the guy that corralled all of our players and the other team's players, like they were like children for an entire match, which was hilarious, but. Still, have to hate them all. Have to hate them. Yeah, yeah. So that's our final verdict on referee hot or not. Exactly. Is they're all not? They're all not. Yeah. And I will never say that any of them are unless they call a handball appropriately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're going to give a quick EPL update. Uh, Christina and I are actually going to go to the Amsterdam later today. It is Monday the 6th because our teams are playing each other at 2 p.m. 
So we're going to go watch the Spurs and Chelsea face off. The Spurs have uh, been at the top of the table for a while. Chelsea has been struggling. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's been one hell of a season for the Spurs. And I think uh, I don't know if it has everything to do with Sonny being the the captain and just like filling that that void for Kane. But I've been loving it. I'm sure you have been. It's been great. I don't know what to do with myself. I mean, usually we plummet about right now. Actually, no, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. You start strong and then you just plummet is what you're saying. Well, we just plummeted and then we're trying to like claw our way back up and it's not working. Um, yeah. We're at 13th right now and you are at second, but that's only because uh the match today because everyone else has played 11 matches and we're uh chelsea and tottenham have only played 10 yeah because we need this one to go through before it actually i just realized that the season (laughs) the season just started in august yes so i don't know if it's because of mls but i it it feels like we've just been going like no no we're halfway through the epl season yeah we're halfway through i thought it started in august it did and it is we're on game week 11 isn't it only 20 some game weeks yeah yeah, it ends like in april like march or something but they have some breaks yeah there's like a couple breaks then there's like the holiday um like boxing day yeah and all that so yeah we still have a ways to go yeah we can totally but i think there's only 20 some yeah game weeks so Uh, it's a shorter season than mls technically it says 38. 38? Oh, I'm totally wrong. Wow. I think that's only 20. 38 rounds. Is that? But it's not 38 weeks of play, is it? Um, mm-hmm. With breaks and stuff? Because then they go the whole year. Yeah, that's a long That's a long time. Just what month does it end? Um, The internet's not helpful. <laughs> that, is, that is the best description I've ever heard <laughs> about the internet. The internet is not helpful. The internet the was a mistake. And... What month does it says? No, that's not. Oh, through May 19th, 2024. Okay. So it ends in May. So I guess it is a With, like, long breaks season. And just, yeah. like, just like. So we still have a long way to go. We do. Okay. So I need to. Hold your horses. Bring it. Don't bring count it. your chickens before they have. Yeah. Because for some reason, it feels like we've been playing forever. And I'm just like, wow, we've been really holding it up. I think that's a long time. The times that they're off, we've had MLS. Yeah. So it's just been like consistent soccer silliness forever. Yeah. So never ending. Never ending. ending. Anyway, that's kind of like our EPL update. We're just kind of. uh... I want to look up the demoted referee. Oh, yeah. The demoted referee you brought up. Yeah. Um, Anthony Taylor, after the 45-year-old was at the center of a refereeing storm last Saturday after giving a penalty to Newcastle in their 2-2 draw against Wolves. That's pretty bad. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Well... I think it'll be fun this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, I, I don't have high hopes. I like I hope that we win, but I don't think that Chelsea's going to be able to pull it together. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. They can't see you smiling, Christina. I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
We want to thank everyone for joining us on this journey um, from Anna Maria's journey as a new soccer fan to me, learning that I know nothing about soccer, but having a good time. And um, we'll see you in a couple of months because we're not done yet. We're not done yet. And we'll probably we'll probably come back stronger than ever next season. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to us. And we'll see you soon.